people but I just want to like put the message out there that actually your intuition like overrides any instruction manual you know hello welcome to the howl and blossom podcast I'm here today with Danny Collins who's going to be talking to us about intuitive tarot hi Danny Hey! Thank you for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. It's very exciting. We have it in mind that this might be the first of a series, but we're going with the flow in true intuitive style. Wild Um, women style. Wild women style and seeing how it pans out. So uh, as per normal, I haven't really planned anything because wing it and see what happens. All the best things come out of uh, a little bit of flow, I would say. Um, yeah so we first met at my very first moon circle in Brighton way back when How, I don't even know when that was that must have been I a couple didn't of years that ago that was your first one you just seemed like such a natural I was like wow so, so cool. yeah <laughs> that was actually a really magical circle because we made so many uh, connections on that day it's quite mind-blowing um how many women came together and we all linked in on Instagram and we've been in touch ever since and totally it's really yeah it really connected me to the right people in while I was in Brighton for that time yeah so nice amazing so um you I'm there doing my astrology bit at the beginning and then I'm like um so I'm not really an expert on astrology so I'm just going to give you really basic information and at the end you pipe up that you are actually somewhat of a pro I know I was keeping it on the download I'm here as a guest (laughs) I'm not here to work (laughs) so apart from astrology you also do a bit of tarot as well I do it's yeah a passion of mine it really is like it's just I find it to be such a helpful tool not only for myself but for other people to just get them in touch with their own intuition and I think everyone just needs because I have tarot readings done for me even though I can read tarot because sometimes I find with intuition you might not always want to accept and embrace what it's trying to tell you because it's generally taking you out of your comfort zone Mm. so sometimes when it's something a bit more challenging you need the extra bit of oomph from a you know an outsider to go yeah you are right and that is what you need to do and you should get on with that you know so it's just that extra bit of reassurance I think that we all need yeah it's a different dynamic and it's I I think it's interesting because when I first heard of tarot I thought of it more as kind of like instructions I suppose we have this need as human beings for everything to be black and white and certain um Mm. and I always thought that tarot was like you know this card means this you pull it out you read the meaning and it tells you exactly what you're meant to do and it's kind of like reading um like an instruction manual almost but in the Mm. moment um and we were having a conversation the other day where we were saying that actually that's completely not the case and the entire point of using tarot is more like you say a tool to get in touch with your intuition there are people that work with it in the traditional sense and there's nothing wrong with that and you can definitely get a lot of information from the cards and and like work with them exactly as they were meant to be you know used 
but yeah. I just found being a very intuitive person mm-hmm. that the cards speak to me and they say something very different to the original meaning sometimes so I, I and it doesn't feel right like it's a very much a feeling thing for me and a visual like what my eyes like hone in on and then I I get a sense of something and I'm like I don't know where this is coming from but I'm being given it like it's coming to me so I feel like this is the message that this person needs it's not sometimes it can be linked to the traditional meaning and that's cool but sometimes it's totally off the chart bonkers and I'm like I don't know why I'm saying this but I'm gonna <laughs> say it. and it's always like they're like yeah I totally resonate with that yeah yeah and I'm like okay right fine <laughs> so that's what I love about it it's just really fun because it's playful like you can just it's just letting your imagination run wild really with the cards and just letting your your intuition speak for somebody else you know absolutely yeah. yeah, and I think that when you start tarot, I always found it really overwhelming because it's like a 78 card list of instructions. Yeah. And when you approach it from that, oh my God, what does that card mean? And I need to learn every single meaning. And this is yeah. like learning a new language. It's like homework. Yeah. But if you approach it in more of an intuitive way, it's much more enjoyable. And Hopefully. like you say, actually getting in touch with how you feel. Yeah. is way more valuable in a lot of in a lot of senses yeah absolutely and I think that there are a lot of people out there that are teaching and like sort of suggesting that that is the only way to do it to do it like this means that and that means that and when that card's next to that one that means that and yeah that works like I say for some people but I just want to like put the message out there that actually your intuition is always like overrides any instruction manual you know and and it is just a case of getting used to them getting used to using them and trusting yourself I think that's the main thing with intuition is learning to trust yourself and and um yeah just speaking it out loud really whatever comes to you so true and pulling a card every day is a really good practice to learn to trust yourself and your intuition um and I think everything like as soon as we're born we're taught to seek external guidance for everything and rules and how we're supposed to behave and and what we're supposed to think um and I, I think sometimes that's valid but we take it a little bit too far and then we forget how to be intuitive and how to listen to our own selves because like like you said sometimes you pull a card and you know it's supposed to mean this Mm -hmm. but actually what you're being told is something completely different Mm -hmm. and how many times do you experience that in life where your your intuition's going "Mm, I think you should be doing this actually and you tell someone else they tell you that you're bonkers you ignore it you do the opposite and you think, oh, if only I'd have just done what I I knew I should have done in the first place. Yeah, because often like the, your our intuition doesn't actually make any logical sense. And that's where mm-hmm. people stumble on it because they're like, what the fuck? I don't yeah. know if I like to swear. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes? Sorry, I swear. Um, I swear yeah. too. Good. Um, it's, like, it's like you get these, it doesn't make any sense. And you're like, really? You want me to do that? And like in the real, like in the rational world, like, yeah. you know, that kind of, uh, what is it? Uh, left brain thinking. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, 
you have to have a plan. It has to make sense. You have to know A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it has yeah. to, but really with intuition, you ever you only ever get the next step. And so you don't know the full plan, but you have to trust that by taking that step, you'll then be given the next step. And so yeah. it unfolds. It's a process of unfolding. And yeah, the, and that's why I, I do connect with my cards every day. Because I'm like, okay, cool. What's today about? Mm-hmm. And sometimes even, you know, even I still stumble with that and still have some self-doubt around it and things. But I'm just like, just keep going with it and still like retraining yourself from all those early childhood experiences of going, no, you're not right. What you think, yeah. what you feel isn't right. You've got to think like this. And it's all just passed down generation after generation. It's not like, even like I find with all spiritual things, like, you know, when I was a kid, I had like experiences with like feeling like, presence of, mm-hmm. of like things in my room and yeah I was like, my mom didn't know what to say about that and she didn't want me to be scared and she probably had the same situation when she was a child and her mom said oh there's nothing there it's okay yeah. so instantly that tells you I'm not right I'm feeling something but I'm not right so yeah I'm wrong and then and then you have to shake that off for the rest of your life don't you the whole yeah it's um, relearning isn't it yeah. relearning yeah. and unlearning and and it's practicing and I love what you said about um following your intuition you only ever get one step the next step you don't get a plan because life isn't like that you don't get an instruction manual you don't get a plan laid out and it's also not linear like this is something that I harp on about over and over and over again because I really it's the practicing again Mm -hmm. is reminding yourself that progress isn't linear life isn't linear it's not a b c d e f it, you you don't yeah. go through life like that and like even you said sometimes you forget and you have to remind yourself that yeah. it's okay to trust how you feel and you're not yeah. completely bonkers and yeah. yeah it might not make sense logically to the rest of the world but it's what you're doing it's how you're going to live your life and you're just going to crack on and and have a go yeah absolutely and i i feel like there's a reason for us not knowing the whole plan because if we knew the whole plan, we'd be totally overwhelmed and we'd fuck it up with our yeah. logical mind trying to go, well, how do I get to that point then? Yes. Instead of just focusing on what we need to do today, yes. if we tune into so our intuition true. daily, we are on the right path. We can't go wrong. It takes us to where we need to be. We don't need to know what that is. We can have an idea, but ultimately, the greater plan is always better than anything our imagination yes. comes up with. so true, it's so true. surrendering every day, isn't it, to that kind of like, I don't know what the future holds, but what do I need to do today? You know? Exactly. That's exactly. all we can do. And it's so much simpler and so much more enjoyable. And I think tarot is one of the, the best tools to use for that because it's so accessible. If you, if you approach it in that way, it's really accessible. And all you need is one deck yeah. and a bit of paper and a pen. Yeah. 10 minutes to yourself. Exactly. And then, you can you can start the day with a card and then at the end of the day you can reflect on it again having experienced the day which brings a whole nother level of insight to it you're like oh, okay because you can sometimes read it there's so many different meanings within every card that mm. it's funny how like it develops throughout the day I find I, yes. I just say magic which is again going back to the it's not linear it's not sandstone and it's you know something that you can practice and feel into and things change that's another thing that we're we're um 
so it's so ingrained in us that you have to make a decision and stick with it and I am I'm very decisive but I also change my mind a lot Absolutely, and I always have the feedback that it's, it's bad oh. It's like, oh for goodness sake you change your mind about everything and I'm like yeah but it's the world changes time. life is an experiment exactly and it's based thing so you go you go down one path you go oh try that out see how that feels you learn some shit and then you yeah. go actually I've what I've learned from that is that's not for me I'm gonna try this way so exactly give yourself permission to constantly reassess and make changes but some people are so adverse to change yeah they they um they resist it and then they get scared by somebody else making constant changes yeah. it's highlighting to them that it's possible and yeah. it's scary you know? so true and the fear thing is a huge factor as well I think um that's uh, yeah really good point because it, it that's what people's comments come down to right if you they're scared for you from a loving place or they're scared of you because of what what you doing that their perception of you doing what you want to do means to their life and yeah I that's so interesting there's um it's like love versus fear isn't it and that I think is really interesting that's a whole other conversation about that book I love that book (laughs) yeah absolutely and like I think it's just like constantly just being coming back and being true to you no matter what other people's reactions are and like occasionally yeah you might need a a reality check from someone else but ultimately sometimes just conversation with someone else just points you more towards your truth rather than their truth like you're like oh yeah that's what you think but actually I'm feeling something else (laughs) yeah Yeah. so I'm gonna do that (laughs) and it's not just to rebel for the sake of rebelling It's, it's it's just being authentic absolutely and sometimes I think it's difficult to know the difference between whether it's something you feel you genuinely feel and your intuition is telling you um or whether it's because someone's told you a certain thing I think sometimes knowing that is quite hard and it comes down to that practice of getting in touch with how you feel and and your body as well we spend so much time mm. in our head space like literally mm-hmm. physically in our head space that when our intuition shows up in parts of our body and we get those feelings they are literal feelings that you can experience in your body and you don't unless you practice and connect with it you don't necessarily interpret it or or receive it in yeah. in that way yeah. and so you do you need don't to make listen space to it you do need to make space you do need to connect and you do need to find ways to do that and it's it and I feel like intuition is actually much more subtle than you realize a lot of the time but I think that the volume gets turned up louder when you're ignoring it because that's when it comes out in stronger physical forms and Mm -hmm. emotional like and so the trick is to catch it early to notice the subtle signals and create enough space in your life quiet time or out in nature like you do and I do and and just like, you know, like I, you know, I listened to your podcast and it was about, you know, how you have your best ideas in the shower, don't you? It's just like, yeah. see, there it is. Because you're not thinking about it. You're just enjoying the sensations of a shower. Yeah. And like there's something about water because water actually in, in tarot does link with intuition. So there yes. might be something about that, like that actually submerge yourself in water or connect with water. And maybe that, I mean, that could be an interesting thing. Yeah. That is that is interesting. <laughs> I've never thought of that before yeah. either. 
that's really cool yeah because yeah. it is it's always a shower and I try not to go too much on a tangent about my uh, experience of swimming and, f- and fear of swimming but I got in a lake for the first time a couple of years ago and that experience of being in that wild body of mm. water was so different and actually from going from being terrified in a pool that I could stand up in to bobbing around in a lake it was completely different my friend who was with me was really sweet and worried that I was going to freak out because I'd freaked out in a pool which is a much safer environment than a massive wild body of water but I felt much more at home in the lake yeah that tells me a lot right because I used to have a reoccurring dream about a swimming pool when I was a child like a nightmare and I was in a I was in a swimming pool in the middle and they'd put I was in it and then the cover was over the top oh my word and a shark would come up and it was this, like dark water, like I hated it. Like it was all just so terrifying for yeah. me. I went to a dream workshop and she said to me that water represents emotions and the swimming pool was like, I was trying to contain them. So maybe wow. the containment of emotions, like that's a, like a physical that's manifestation. So interesting. Yet when it's wild and free, you can connect yeah that's, that's so interesting like, that's another, me all yeah. over actually isn't it like wow and that's what I got so much from that uh, just that insight I was like yeah at the time I was trying to contain my emotions but she said like the shark represents that they're going to come and bite you like if you don't let them out yeah. it's going to cause problems and it's like it's all it's not wow. like is that so I was like wow what really perspective that's thought, so when cool when you said about that I thought I need to share that with you yeah that's amazing that is yeah. that is so true oh wow whole, whole new like ding moment ding, light bulb <laughs> <laughs> that's it, though, amazing like how like you you intuitively connect with someone as well can't you like we've connected yeah and there's already a lot of crossover and a lot of like you know, just through our conversations, I just yeah. think it's magic how that happens. Like you can say something that sparks something in me and it just yeah. kind of so good. Yeah. Just I love just, that how yeah. and it all unfolds. It's that unfolding that you're talking about and how Yeah. And you, synchronicities and things, isn't yeah. it? That's yeah. always a good sign that you're on the right path with your with your intuition when you you get a lot of those happening. It's like a yeah. real, like a a reassuring like a thumbs up like a, yes like yeah. pat on the back well done yeah. keep going keep, keep going, going. Yeah. yeah oh that's sweet yeah um so we put out on instagram earlier last minute obviously it was about two hours ago because that's just how we roll <laughs> um, letting people know that this is what we were doing this evening and if they wanted um a little tarot reading so that you can demonstrate what you mean by intuitive reading yeah um so that we can see you in action or hear you in action as uh yeah. gonna have to do a lot of describing of the, aren't we? yeah, yeah. <laughs> the medium, medium of podcast um and you had someone get in touch with you my, on instagram yeah my lovely friend tina she has just published a book this week Ooh. so i'm super excited for her that's um, so cool her book first novel that. yeah she's amazing so it's called the secret of Creek Cottage if anyone's interested in that so I'll give her a shout out that sounds well magical yeah and it's got tarot in it so if you're interested in tarot oh perfect yeah (laughs) amazing well done Tina 
publishing a book is no mean feat, crikey. Exactly, yeah. Well She's done. been working hard on it for ages, so it's like, yes, it's finally out. Yay! There. I'm really happy for been her. Been birthed into the world. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, with the with Tina, I, I've got two decks here, because these were the ones that wanted to come and play this evening. Yeah. Um, but for Tina, I'm getting drawn to my Everyday Witch tarot deck. Um, yeah, it's funny, like, whenever I, like, someone books a tarot reading with me, I'm just like, okay, which deck? And it just one sort of, like, lights up and just sort of shows me the way, like, it's like, this one wants to come and play, or not that one today, or bring that as well, and it's just, it's so funny how it happens, and the timing of them as well, like, I'm like, you know, like, my time is quite flexible, so I could really record them whenever, but I get an, I get an actual, like, intuitive nudge of no 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 and then all of a sudden it's like now and then it's just oh wow something about the timing of it and it always relates to the person I sent you they're like that was perfectly timed because this just happened and it's like it's so so good I love it I love that divine timing perfect yeah Yeah, you can't force it like I think oh oh well I could do it now but it's like no and there's just always the right slot for the right reading and the right deck so it's just really funny it's amazing it's being open to it as well not overthinking yeah just and going with flowing. that instead of against yeah. it because that it's just not the way it works no mm. amazing so shall I shuffle and see what comes out for yeah let's see what comes out for Tina so any, I... any tips on shuffling because Oh, the cards are big, aren't they? Yeah, look at the size of my hands. My hands are tiny. Right. And, um, yeah, I'm, I've got no fancy shuffling technique. No. I just I just shuffle them in however a fashion I can. And then I only ever take the cards that jump out of the deck. I'm not one of these people that select cards. I'm, I only take jumpers. And however many cards come out, that's what I read because I trust that that's the ones that need to be read. Wow, that's so that's like intuitive mm. to the max. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I um it's really that, cool. And that's just the way it's developed for me. But I know everyone has their own style. So intuitively do it the way that you feel. And like some people like to do spreads, you know, they do like the past, present, future spreads, or they might do the Celtic cross, but I find that far too complicated. Like, yeah, like, I'm so glad you said that. No, as soon I've as you start putting rules on anything, I find it over, and I, I get too caught up in the should be doing this yeah. instead of actually connecting with what's being coming through. So yeah. I never do spreads because well, yeah. I get so overwhelmed by oh, what's this? What's this one supposed to go in that hole for? Yeah, and what does that mean? You, you go, oh, that's an uh, obstacle, right? Okay, so yeah. that's an obstacle, and then it's just like just just let the car. Not my jam. No, yeah, not mine either. Not my jam. And I think anything that kind of makes you then get into that structure mode, that's taking mm-hmm. you out of your intuitive mode, isn't it? Because they don't, they don't, yes. that's a different part of your brain, isn't it? To follow the rules versus using your intuition is going with the flow. Yeah, so true. Right, let's see. Can you see me shuffling? I can, I can. Okay. I can I, confirm that you are shuffling. I know, this is like the first time we've done this as yeah, well. So Have you ever had anyone observe you either? Um, no, because I usually do my readings remotely because I just get in the zone and just tune into someone's thing. energy. So this is like I don't know how it's going to go, but we'll give it. It's an experiment. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, so we'll just have a go. We won't do it again. I think you were that time. Amazing. Right, hang on. Oh, oh. 
Um, oh, I see. You are yeah. literally like waiting for cards to jump out. That's so amazing. Three cards between us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I usually just like lie them. I usually just put them because I've got a white table here. So I put them on a, a white table so that you can really see the colours and just like just glance at them first to see what stands out to you if there's a bit of a theme or you get a sense of something immediately i'll show you the cards can you see that oh beautiful that's cool is that close enough for you to see yeah cups with little pictures coming out and like thought bubbles yeah so lots of detail that's why i chose these cards because the more detail the more the more that you can pick up so that's Mm -hmm. a seven seven is that a reflection as well or is that a lady serving her that's a lady serving her yeah and a cat love that cat a lot of these cards have cats in because they are witchy ones but that's so that's the seven of cups and then we've got the two of wands another cat beautiful red riding hood by the looks of it holding oh yeah there are two cats and a lizard a couple of flames yeah the two of wands there's two flaming what are they called um torches i think torches that's the one i mean such a complicated word that i couldn't find myself and then we've got the Knight of Pentacles. Oh, he looks like Robin Hood. Yeah. He also looks like he's on... Oh, he is on a broomstick. He looks yeah. like he's holding an enlarged snitch as well. I like the little yeah. Harry yeah, Potter does, reference yeah. I've managed to work in there. <laughs> it does look like that. It looks quite, quite weighty, doesn't it? It's it like does. A weighty gold item. Right. Okay. And then sometimes I read what's at the bottom of the deck. And that's the Seven of seven of pentacles oh cool and the the pentacles are like they look like lemons in lemon trees yeah the cat playing with one and she's got a glass of wine i reckon she's in greece with her witch's hat yeah it's very greek to me does look very holiday mode like spanish villa or something like french vineyard yeah nice right so and then usually i look at the cards and i'm like which one do you want me to read first and then my eyes just get drawn to a card. So I'll see what comes out. Yeah, it feels like this one, actually, which which was, I can't remember what order they came out in, but so this Seven of Cups. So then I'll just start looking at the picture, picking up on any emotions within the faces or particular things that my eyes get drawn to. So it's funny because there's two people in this card and one like is um like a woman stood behind it's like a shock type thing, isn't it? Mm. Like she's got lots of um so hard to describe. Can you help me out with this? <laughs> it's like a counter, isn't it? So is it books? It looks like she's got lots of um the stock on the shelves behind her that look like books. Yeah. And then there's a counter that's quite it's quite traditional looking, like wooden counter. Yeah, and then there are these seven cups. Each one has like a, like almost like a bubble coming out of it with a picture of something in it. So she stood the. I'm noticing the face of the woman behind the counter, and she's looking. How can you describe that? She's looking a bit. Well, she's looking like straight at me, like directly at me. Mm. Whereas the other woman in the in the scene, she looks quite almost a bit upset and she's reaching out for a heart like some 
if it, that kind of makes me feel maybe there's some grief or loss around love mm-hmm. then I usually try and figure out which one is the person that I'm grieving for because it could be that Tina's got someone around her who's grieving someone like who's going through a breakup or something perhaps mm-hmm. but Tina. this is what happens with me usually like when I talk I'm usually really fast but when I start to read tarot I slow right down and like the the messages just come through at a really steady pace so I don't miss anything so you'll notice the change of pace yeah me. it's good because it calms me right there <laughs> lovely so I feel I feel like the the like Tina's the woman behind the counter. She's got her arms crossed as well, which makes me feel like she's a little bit guarded because that's quite a defensive stance. I feel. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out that you you literally just did that with your body so that you could feel an experience. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, and that's how crossed I did. Your arms. I I like to feel the feelings of the card because then I can describe it. It feels like, and she's looking away from this woman. You know, she's she's aware of this woman, obviously, because she stood in front of her, but she's not looking directly at the woman. And this other woman's just reaching for this heart. And see, so that has got nothing to do with the Seven of Cups, the traditional meaning, and I'm not getting anything from that. I'm getting, I'm getting this information just by describing what I'm feeling and seeing in the card. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina looks quite like surface level happy. It's not like a proper teeth smile. She's mm-hmm. just got sort of like a, like a. Like a polite you know, half smile. Like a, Yeah, that's what it yeah. feels like. Can you see that? A brief, yeah, like a brief kind of passing yeah I kind of smile yeah like um can't think of the word Um, so yeah I think I feel that's mostly what I'm getting from that card at the moment this is sort of the feelings around it and potentially there's a woman around Tina at the moment that's going through something of matters of the heart it could also represent Tina as a younger woman, like so it could be a past thing for her. But I don't feel that that is it. Like, see, this is what I mean. I start saying things, and I'm like, no, I don't feel right. Like, I check it out by saying it, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, no, it's not that. Yeah, like you feel through it, and then you're like, no, yeah, don't feel right. It's a funny thing. Yeah, it's funny to talk through my process as well because I don't usually like when I record a reading for someone, I do talk through my sort of rationale for what I'm saying like kind of like this but not in this interactive way yeah yeah so that's that's what I'm getting from that and then sometimes once you start reading the other cards around it you kind of link the story together and it starts to make a bit more sense because some characters can feel like related but there are quite a few different people in these cards so I have no idea where it's going but we'll Mm -hmm. continue the journey I am seeing that we're going from purple to purple like because I'm seeing the purple in the bar you know like this mm-hmm. um counter, like the counter yeah and then you go to this card and it's still very purple in the sky yeah so sometimes colors really jump out at me because 
I, I tend to relate the colors to the chakra system because that's, that's, and that's what I think it is with um, tarot that you kind of just have to find your own references, your own reference point. And then like, if you, if you believe in that you're working with spirit guides and they're giving you messages, they have to have a, a method for communicating with you. So you develop your own language with them. Like they, like my team, my support team know that yeah. I think of colors as um you know chakras so that's an easy one for them to give to me and yeah. like num- numbers I've like studied a little bit of numerology so I know what each of the numbers means so that's a quick reference for it so you can create shortcuts to understanding the cards by doing that but um yeah okay. but they're not prescriptive again so like no. so colors like your knowledge mean something totally different to you and your yeah. spirit guides would know you associate purple with something else so they would yeah. pull out a card that was like they'll show you purple for something else so that's why i couldn't teach someone to read tarot as i do but i can teach people to read tarot in an as they do way, as they yeah. do that's it so right what we got going on in here i also love how you refer to them as your support team amazing yeah, they are i've got pictures of them up on my wall here oh wow so yeah i've got like a psychic artist to draw my <gasps> amazing a write-up about it as well she's amazing her name's <sighs> so anna cool. true i've got her on instagram i'll, I'll tag you amazing. on amazing so cool so right let's get back to the tarot what am i getting from this card So my eye is being drawn to the smoke coming off from one of these torches that is on fire. There's one of them has a lot of smoke coming off of it, going behind this guy in the cart who's holding a like the the earth, like a you know, a mm. small version of earth in his hand. So and the saying comes to me is there's no smoke without the fire. Like so that might mean something to Tina that's what I mean I'll come out with weird metaphors and stuff and I'll just give it and then she she'll might understand it much more than I do so I'm just the messenger I just go right yeah. this is what's coming through so yeah no smoke without the fire what does that mean that means there's what does that same mean I think it's like um oh I think it goes back to your intuition like if you think something fishy is going on they're probably it's something fishy going on, kind of like yeah. If you like, trust you can yourself. see the smoke and you can't see the fire yet, but there's no smoke without fire. I think that's what it means. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, okay, and that kind of fits in with the mood of this lady. Like she's sort mm-hmm. of not impressed. She's like, it's all almost like sussing someone out and being a bit yeah. and a bit guarded. And then I'm seeing this smoke, so I'm feeling like that's tying in to the story that actually she's like humoring someone I feel like she's humoring someone like hmm, like giving them the yeah okay but actually deep down I feel like she's feeling something very different about this situation um because I don't feel like the guy's at all relevant in the card sometimes that's it I'll just discount certain things mm-hmm. I'm like not important not important that is and, and it's just like different bits get highlighted to me and I feel like that is the main message from this card is that smoke from fire. Uh, anything else? And the purple, which for me is all about trusting your intuition. So oh. I think Tina needs to trust her intuition about someone. 
around her. Yeah, not really getting much more than that from that at the moment, but we might come back to it. And so where do I go now? Then, then so we, we shift quite quickly then. This is the theme, I'm picking up a theme. We've got the two purplish cards, and then these other two cards are very green. Yeah, they are very so green. These are pentacles, so it's more to do with like, but then again, that's traditional stuff. So we'll just see, we'll just see what comes out in the card. It's to do with um, like your foundations, your like home, your work, your like worldly possessions generally when you talk about pentacles, but doesn't always mean that when I'm doing it. So let's <laughs> see. I actually feel like, and that's what I do sometimes is if I'm like getting a bit in my head about something, just if you take some deep breaths, it can bring you back into your body and then you get like, clear a message from yeah I feel like actually this one at the bottom of the deck wants to be read now which is not what it would normally do but here we go <laughs> so yeah seeing lots and lots of green particularly drawn to her apron she's got like she's picking grapes from ripe ripe-ish trees they don't look ripe enough to be picked she's sort of tending to the trees these grapes mm -hmm. um and yeah she's got a book and glass of wine but that doesn't feel relevant it feels like something about this apron and it's got quite a nice deep green to it which is like not it doesn't feel and i've said this uh, i've already said this that the chakras are green you know green would be the heart chakra but i'm feeling that it's got much more to do with nature that deep green is like real sort of like it's mature nature isn't it it's like you know like when it gets to that color of green do you see what i mean on her this one that is when you know they're at their kind of trees are at the mature you know, you get that deep green because, like, when they're younger, I feel like you get a lighter green. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a much deeper. Yeah, so I feel like maybe it's about the maturity, um, and her earthiness, and honouring that. Because the rest of the card isn't telling me anything. What are you getting from that one? amazing that's just um from earlier with the with the grapes and it being you know i didn't even realize that they were grapes and oh. we were because i can't see that it might just uh -huh. be because it's small but we were doing that this is totally an aside but i feel like i should bring it up um yeah we, trust it because there yeah. might be something in what you say that's important well there will be we were um at the weekend, my mum's growing grapevine in her garden and she mentioned it needed cutting down because you have to cut back a lot of the leaves in order that the grapes can see the sun so that they get ripened properly. Um, and I was proper in there taking loads of it down. <laughs> my, my boyfriend was like, don't cut it all off. I was like, no, no, you need to 
get rid of it in order for like this is all the excess that you don't need in order for you to actually get the fruit that you want you need to cut back some of the extra stuff that you just don't don't need need. and then that could be where she's like that could be part of the message is that Mm -hmm. the trusting your intuition on what isn't feeling good to you and letting it go like yeah cutting away the stuff that isn't in align with your alignment with your level of maturity and wisdom and pure like groundedness if that's something that's not sitting well with you then I feel like needs pruning doesn't it so yeah that's interesting because I felt like I needed to ask you for that one as well so this is what I mean it's just (laughs) it unfolds when you just go with how you feel yeah it it does flow in a in a really random direction but it feels right to go that way and to have that level of interaction yeah, whatever this is fun so okay we've got to go to this card now because it's the final card so we've got the knight of pentacles here again a lot of green he's got a lot of tools in his belt like he's carrying he's got a belt on and he's got like a wand and a hammer and a pouch that's what my eyes are drawn to at the moment. Why am I being shown that? Oh, tools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, it's been really weird. This has been really, like, it's not always this, this specific, but let's see what you've got from this one. This is the, the Harry Potter guy. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. When you say tools, it makes me think of um, the right tools for the job. Yeah. But then there's also that um, about poor workman always blames his tools. Have you oh, heard that before? Yeah. But I'm, I'm looks... just like, what I'm seeing in the card is not really peripheral at all. I'm just like mm-hmm. honing in straight on this like toolkit and like the brains of that, like again that earthiness um and the skills it feels like she's got oh okay I'm getting it like she's got and this is what happens sometimes when you talk it just comes through Mm -hmm. but the wand represents like that that spiritual aspect of her and then she's got the hammer which is the more practical so it's like she has the skill set of both um and she can utilize those things I mean, pentacles could be like that it would be useful to use those things within a working environment or within the home environment. But I'm sure, I'm sure Tina will know what that relates to. But that's what I'm getting is that it's like, it's kind of owning both sides of herself, like that magical side and the practical side um, and kind of really valuing that. Mm-hmm. And offering that because he's sort of like offering this yeah Yeah, it's like offering it to the world like I've got both of these skills and that's where this big bloody gold pentacle comes in and it's like it's valuable thing to offer so yeah that's what I've got for Tina that was interesting amazing sometimes like one card won't do it you know so you've got to go with you know the cards that come out tell the the story Mm -hmm. but Usually when I do readings, I don't ever really do many more than, you can get a hell of a lot from three, because if you really spend time with them, 
they tell you a lot. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I work. Does that? Yeah. Well, I guess so. that brings it to life a little bit, doesn't it? It does. It really does bring it to life because um missing. And so watching you go through your process after listening to you explain it yeah. um, is quite a different and also it really illustrates the fact that you're you know what you were saying about not needing to know the meaning the traditional meanings of the cards to come out we didn't with. go with any of that did we no you don't need to know anything about tarot to read tarot if you can trust the you know the journey with it yeah mm. and it's just from and like you say speaking out loud that's another thing um is chatting it through so I love a voice note to my mates when I'm when I'm in a crisis oh totally totally because you get you're not interrupted but you know that you're going to be listened to and you you I I always say one of my friends I voice note quite often I'm like I really could have just thought about this by myself instead of sending you a 20 minute live journal update but um it's probably not that interesting for you to listen to but thanks because I've now come out with a load of answers yeah. to things that I needed help with absolutely um, but I do that to myself like you know how they do the morning pages I do yes. morning voice recordings to myself Oh, you do it with voice notes. You're so amazing. Sometimes of the like, if I had to sit and write every morning, I probably wouldn't do it. But I do because I I process as I talk or as I write. Like, it is a really important tool for me. I've learned that from like my astrology chart. Like, it's essential for my emotional well being. So when I realised that, I was like, okay, I'm gonna really get into the habit of. Like it's like clearing the air because it's yeah. your mind. And once you talk it out, I might have a cry sometimes. I might just go get like ask myself questions that I then answer later as I talk it through. But yeah, sometimes I think there's value in having it it um witnessed and held and um yeah. seen or, or heard by somebody because that's a different kind of healing and insight and that might be valuable for them to hear what you have to say because they could they yes, could so. out a lot of things I'm sure you're sending it to that person for a reason whether yeah. you realize it or not but often you know I think my brain's so like yeah I'm a deep thinker so yeah. if I was leaving voice notes to everyone every time I had a thought I would be on the phone all the time so basically oh, I have yeah. <laughs> self-soothe myself with <laughs> my voice clips and then what I do is I pull like I might pull a tarot card or two or you know however many jump out and then yeah. then I'll sort of sit with that and talk it I'll talk out what I'm feeling and thinking and then I'll go and these are the cards I've pulled and I'll do sort of a similar sort of thing like so this is what I'm seeing in the cards and, stuff. and then the next day I'll listen to the one from the previous day before recording the new one and delete it after I've listened to it so that I can just be like, even if I've had it, like, even if it was like a proper full on breakdown day and I'm like, oh, you know, I feel sorry for myself, send myself love for yesterday. Yeah. And I can see that I got through it, you know, and I'm through the other side and actually I can then usually see why that happened and what I learned from it. And, and so it's like a, it's an ever- it's like um yeah like a process like, yeah like, yeah I love that and I love that you delete it as well because yeah I do a similar thing with paper so I write stuff down yeah. and then um I found that if I if I write it I worry that someone else is going to read it 
so I burn it. Nice. I love fire. Yeah, I, I love, love it I love too. Fire. Transmuting <laughs> power of fire. Oh and then I know that no one's going to read it ever. Yeah. And it's gone. And I think the amount of magic that comes from that is is amazing yes. and also when you were saying about um that last card that you were reading I was like oh that sounds like me that's interesting mm. and that's what happens this is what happens right sometimes I might watch someone on Facebook doing a live tarot reading because I'm obsessed with tarot and <laughs> and like even if they're talking to someone else I really do feel like our spiritual team are like so clever that that you'll get yes. I mean even if you don't get a direct message the, uh, so I'm sure what I've said in this reading will relate. Other people can take their yeah, and also ignoring situation and take what yeah because mm-hmm. of the timing thing we spoke about. So we're recording this now, but when it goes out, it will be a different time again. And then when someone comes to actually listen to it, it will be a different time again. Yeah, um, and I, I find yeah, time amazing. That's and it will reach the right thing. person at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. You know? and so true. Just, oh, I just love that. I just love it. I know. It's mind blowing, isn't it? It's amazing. It yeah, this is my <laughs> podcast, and I bloody love every minute of it. It's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. If people want to find you on Instagram, Danny, how can they find you? Um, so at my spiritual pursuits is my Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube channel. Um, yeah the website's just daniellecollins.co.uk so if any of you would like uh to be featured and have a little card yeah. pull from danny um then get in touch with us via instagram or yeah so get, get in touch let me know let us know what you think yeah. um, it's been super fun thank you so much thank you i'm so happy to have been on your podcast thank you so much Thank you for listening to this episode of the Howland Blossom podcast. My name's Sean, and you can find out more about me, this project, our community and our resources over on my website, seanpeters.me. Please subscribe to this podcast and if you'd like to get in touch with me about what you've heard here, you can do so using the links in the show notes.